Our brains are naturally curious and you may want to try all of them. But if you can look around and say, you know, I can have anything that I want. I am going to choose to have this and make it an intentional choice instead of an impulsive choice. That will help you enjoy the food without guilt and it will also remove the scarcity of the other food from your mind to reduce your cravings for it. You can have it. You're either just choosing to have it or you're choosing not to. Hi, I'm Dr. Morgan Nolte, founder of Zivli. As a geriatric physical therapist, I saw the heartbreaking effects of insulin resistance. At Zivli, our mission is to help you prevent and reverse insulin resistance for long-term weight loss and disease prevention through a low insulin and inflammation lifestyle. Each week on this podcast, you'll learn simple, actionable tips to lose weight, keep it off, and get healthy. If you're ready to create a body and life you love, you're in the right place. Let's get started. In this episode, we're covering the most common summer weight loss pitfalls and how to sidestep them. If you're trying to lose weight over the summer so that you feel more comfortable in your clothes or bathing suit, this episode is for you. Anyone who has lost weight knows that structure is important. Having processes or systems is important. But during the summer, things tend to get a little bit more flexible. You might be going on vacation. You might be going to a friend's house. You might be hosting barbecues. Your environment changes, which means your plan also needs to change. If you don't change your plan over the summer, then you are risking regaining some of the weight that you worked so hard to lose. You're also not capitalizing on the opportunity to develop flexibility and problem-solving skills. Summer is a great time to identify new emotional eating cues that aren't around in the winter, spring, or fall. Summer is going to come around next year too, so you might as well learn how to deal with some of these emotional eating cues and weight loss pitfalls now so that you don't have to deal with them again in the future. The first and second pitfalls are about overreacting to overeating. The first instance is failing to plan for parties. I don't know about you, but if I go into a party without a plan, I am coming out of that party stuffed. I am coming out of that party with way more sugar, food, and alcohol in my system that I want. For me, parties, especially with people that I'm not as comfortable with, can cause some social anxiety. And then I can tend to soothe that with food. So if I'm going to a party, I'm going to do two things. First, I'll have just one round of food. That doesn't always mean one plate. I may go back for seconds, but I'm not going to eat now and then eat or snack again an hour later. I'm going to try to stick with my regular meal times and not snack. Second, I prioritize the food options that best serve my health. This includes the proteins, salads, vegetables, and fruit. I usually skip the buns and chips, but you do you. That's just what works for me. And I tend to do best if I either don't have any of the dessert or allow myself one portion of one type of dessert. Our brains are naturally curious and you may want to try all of them, but if you can look around and say, you know, I can have anything that I want. I am going to choose to have this 
and make it an intentional choice instead of an impulsive choice. That will help you enjoy the food without guilt, and it will also remove the scarcity of the other food from your mind to reduce your cravings for it. You can have it. You're either just choosing to have it or you're choosing not to. Often, I'll take that dessert to go. That way, once it's gone, it's gone. I'm already in the car or I'm already at home and it's not tempting me for the rest of the party. The other thing I try to do is stay very well hydrated with water. I notice that if I'm drinking alcohol, my inhibition is way lower and I'm more likely to eat sweets or overeat. So if you do overeat, don't beat yourself up over it. It's not a single overeat that prevents you from losing weight. It's the negative thought spiral that ensues afterwards that leads to even more overeating at the next meal, on the next day, and in the next week. Now, you may come from a diet background where all the food that you had to eat to lose weight tasted super bad or was really healthy. So you might not be used to the idea that you can have unhealthy food that tastes really good and not feel bad about it and still lose weight. Unhealthy food can belong in a healthy lifestyle. You just have to learn how to not beat yourself up over it so you don't sabotage your next meal. Then you're telling yourself, oh, I'm just gonna start again on Monday, or I'll start again when the kids are back in school, or I'll start again next year, and you keep putting it off. So stop overreacting to overeating, and it will help set your future self up for success. The second pitfall is in the same vein as the first, and that's failing to plan for vacation. Have you ever gone on vacation and had screw it eating the entire time? Like the food you eat on vacation doesn't matter, or like those calories don't count. Maybe you had the margaritas, the chips, and all the desserts all in one night and feel bloated and terrible the next day about it, like you can't even enjoy the vacation. Does it feel like you're so used to restricting yourself that this vacation is an escape, not only from your physical environment, but also from your normal food environment? If so, that is a sign that your normal food environment may be too restrictive. It's a sign that you may wanna consider incorporating more exception foods and meals. If you don't regularly incorporate exception foods or exception meals into your lifestyle, your brain will not know what to do when it has this freedom on vacation. It'll be like a toddler without a parent in the house getting out every single toy in the house. Or a bunch of middle school boys shooting spit wads at the substitute teacher. Your brain is going to walk all over you in this new environment. So we recommend regularly incorporating some exception foods or meals, even if for you that means healthier versions of the more traditionally unhealthy foods. But the point is to practice that self-moderation on a regular basis. It's to practice not beating yourself up after you have an overeat or after you eat something that's not just perfect on a regular basis. Because you will never be perfect Overeats will likely always be part of your experience. And the sooner you can learn how to soften your response to them and give yourself grace and patience, the sooner you will feel more in control of them. So if you overeat on vacation, don't stress too much about it. Just get right back on track the very next meal. If you're full 
and want to use intermittent fasting, do it. I use intermittent fasting all the time on vacation so that I can intentionally overeat and enjoy all the meal has to offer. Often, I'll just have two meals or one larger meal and a snack on vacation if I know that we're going to go somewhere awesome for dinner. Then, when I get home from vacation, I'm intentional to practice some form of intermittent fasting until I feel like my gut, hunger levels, and food cravings have balanced back out. The third pitfall is kids at home and altered schedules with the kids. Now, if you don't have kids at home anymore, this one might not be as applicable to you, but maybe you have grandkids visiting for a while. I know a lot of people have more responsibility in the summer. They're still trying to work, but now they have to figure out what to do with their kids and keep them entertained and safe and fed. It is possible to continue to eat healthy even if your kids are at home. During the summer, I really like to keep my meals simple and fast. That means a lot of smoothies, eggs, a lot of batch cooking of grilled chicken on the weekend for salads or lunch bowls, and then maybe some hard-boiled eggs. The simpler you can keep your meals, the more you can have them on repeat, the easier it is to execute that plan even if your kids are causing your schedule to be a bit off. We also tend to do a lot of fun things in the summer, like go to Mahoney State Park or go to the Omaha Zoo, and I never rely on food from those places. I always pack our food, and I always pack a lot of high-protein snacks that can be combined into a meal, like beef sticks or dry-roasted edamame or string cheese or yogurt or protein bars. Just a little bit of thinking ahead can really help you stay on track with your nutrition plan when you're out and about with the kids. The fourth pitfall to look out for is underhydration. If you're on the go, it can be easy to not drink enough water during the day. Underhydration has absolutely been associated with weight gain and increased food cravings. Something else that's important to remember are electrolytes. The hotter weather and the more you sweat, the more electrolytes are going to be sweating out of your body. So the more you might want to be considering supplementing in your water. I try to have one serving of electrolytes added to my water a day during the summer months to help me stay hydrated. I might have more than that if I'm doing something very active outside like biking or running or if I'm at the beach. If you're used to just taking one water bottle with you somewhere, consider getting a really big water bottle or bringing multiple water bottles so you don't run out. That way you're sure to stay hydrated and not rely on alcohol, sugary beverages, convenience store drinks, or the McDonald's Frappuccino to satisfy your dehydration. The fifth pitfall is one that I'm definitely guilty of in past years, and that's neglecting my strength training. Strength training should be the cornerstone of your workout program. Minute for minute, it may improve insulin sensitivity better than cardio. It's a lot easier for me to want to go to the gym when it's cold outside because it gives me somewhere warm to go, something to do. And I've been guilty in the past of letting my gym membership lapse over the summer and focusing more on cardio that I can do outside, like playing with my kids or going on a run or riding my bike or walking. But neglecting my strength training during the summer is something that I'm actively working against this year. 
One of my big goals or rocks for the summer is to continue strength training in some way, shape, or form two to three times a week. Now our plan is to get some resistance exercise equipment at home so that when we live at the farm, the drive into town is not a barrier. And while equipment helps, you don't need fancy strength training equipment to get a great workout. Even if you have some bands or dumbbells, there are excellent YouTube videos or apps that you can find resistance training programs at home. And it doesn't have to take a lot of time either. You can even just do 10 minutes a day. So maybe arms one day and legs the next day and core core is the next day. And then you just do that on repeat. But don't neglect your strength training over the summer months just because it's nice outside and you want to ride your bike or swim or walk or run instead of stay inside and do resistance training or go to the gym. Now, you can also incorporate strength training into your outside time. So often I'll do a strength workout in our driveway while the kids play. I'll do push-ups and planks and side planks and grab some dumbbells for lunges down and up the driveway and then step ups onto our planter. So take some time to make your plan on how you're going to continue strength training over the next few months. If there are other summer pitfalls you experience around weight loss, let me know in the comments on YouTube if you're watching here, or if you're listening to the podcast, you can send us a direct message on Instagram at Zibli. If you need help losing weight and getting healthy, check out our coaching options linked in the description. And be sure to watch or listen to this episode next about eight things to stop doing to lose more weight. If you're watching on YouTube, you can also check out our full weight loss mindset tip episode playlist for more helpful tips. We'll also link to that playlist and podcast episode in the podcast description if you're listening. Thanks for tuning in today and be sure to subscribe on YouTube or follow the podcast to show your support and I'll talk with you again soon. Thanks for listening to the Reshape Your Health podcast today. To learn more about Zibli, our online course and coaching program to reverse insulin resistance for long-term weight loss and disease prevention, check out our website at www.zibli.com. That's Z-I-V-L-I.com. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a rating and review on your listening platform and share it with a friend. I'll talk with you at the same time, same place next week. Bye for now.